is Hawaii News Now. First at four. And first at four, high winds down power lines in Kalihi today. A wind advisory is now posted for most of the state through Wednesday night, and that could be extended as they're expected to be whipping through at least Thursday. Give you a live look right now outside at Diamond Head as it refreshes. Those trees are moving, and it's also going to be choppy over the next several days. Also on top of that, more showers will continue, Windward and Mulca. First alert meteorologist Ben Gutierrez is tracking the conditions. Ben. Get you updated first on that wind advisory. As Mark said, it's been extended till 6 p.m. Wednesday for windier areas of all the islands. We're looking at sustained east winds 25 to 35 with gusts near 55 miles per hour. And again, the winds can knock down tree branches, blow away tents or awnings, and make driving difficult. And as you saw, cause power outages. Sustained winds from the east northeast are now coming in right around 20 to 25 miles per hour. That includes the windward Kohala areas and the Hamakua coast, along with Kau down into Kalai or South Point. Also, some stronger gusts in those areas, but you can see gusty conditions all over the smaller islands. Gusts have been topping 30 miles per hour for Kahului and getting pretty close for Kanakakai and Lanai City. And there's a chance the strong winds will continue through Thursday. We've got a first alert for the possibility that the wind advisory could be extended. We also have a lot of spotty showers that are moving in with those winds. I'll talk more about that coming up in your seven-day forecast. And aloha kako, happy Monday to you. Want to give you a glimpse as to what you can expect getting out of town. And you know, Ben just talked about those windy conditions. So expect some turbulence as you drive today. But for the most part, you know, as we begin the commute today, you do see some red, but it's going to be not too bad as you get out of town. About 21 miles per hour as you head in the westerly direction as you move up into the Moana Lua area. It's again moving pretty well, 43 miles per hour. But here's where the slowdown is going to happen, okay? Right when you get before the H1H2 merge, traffic is is at a crawl, so we want to show you a live shot of that camera right now with H1 and Ka'amilo coming to a crawl when that merge comes up. So just be aware of that. The wind is blowing, kind of rocking you back and forth, so be careful when you're out there. Malama each other and have that aloha. Mark, what's up next? Mahalo, Jonathan. A six-month maintenance project to Kamehameha Highway is now underway in Haula. It comes after a section of roadway collapsed earlier this month. Eddie Dowd has warned why residents continue to push for long-term solutions. This is the state of Kamehameha Highway in Haula. You can see how coastal erosion has taken its toll. Today, the DOT started a half a million dollar project to remove debris alongside the highway and conduct maintenance work. On February 7th, a truck got stuck after a portion of the highway collapsed underneath it. Three years earlier, in 2020, another section of the highway collapsed, causing the DOT to spend around $2 million in emergency repairs to stabilize and support the ocean side of Kamehameha Highway. That included adding these Kyoga bags to try to shore up the road, but also reduce coastal erosion. But as you can see, some of these bags are falling into the shoreline, and now the maintenance work is to remove them and replace them with something better. Band-Aids. We call them band-aids. You just, they just rip off after a while. Kelly Dottie Paddock is the president of the Haula Association and says the short-term repairs shows the need for a long-term solution. Something has to be done. And that's why we want involvement in that planning process. When it comes to long-term solutions, the DOT says armoring the current roadway is off the table. It either has to move the highway inland 
or raise it. State officials say that would cost over a billion dollars and needs more planning and research. We invited DOT Director Ed Sniffen to meet with Paddock in January, who told him the community felt left in the dark and wanted to be involved in that long-term plan, which could require some residents to have to move to make room for the new highway. Sniffen agreed to hold a town hall. People have been here since 1200. They're not going to move away from their family. Their family is buried here for generations. This is home. We should be able to stay. And that town hall with the Department of Transportation will be on March 6th at the Haula Community Center from 6 to 8 p.m. It will be a chance for the public to ask the DOT directly about its long-term plans for this section of Kamehameha Highway. Reporting in Haula, Eddie Dowd, Hawaii News Now. Eddie, thank you. The arraignment of a former Department of Education official has been delayed until next week. Carrie Luana Klein appeared at court today with no representation, so the judge allowed her to apply for a public defender. She's accused of stealing more than $7,000 from the department using DOE purchase orders and falsifying documents. Her arraignment is now set for next Monday, March 6th. Klein faces up to 15 years in prison if convicted. An abandoned house in Nanakuli burned to the ground this morning. The blaze broke out at around 7.20 on Ulehava Road. HFD says no one was home at the time. No injuries were reported. Firefighters had it under control before it could spread to neighboring structures. The cause of the fire is under investigation. Another salvage ship is on its way to Maui to help with the removal of the yacht run aground at Honolulu Bay. It comes after salvage crews pulled the luxury boat 10 to 20 feet further from shore Late last night during high tide, but it still needs to move another 20 to 30 feet before it's in the open ocean. The state plans to bill the yacht's owner after they declined to pay more than $450,000 for its removal. The state will also take legal action if necessary. The yacht ran aground one week ago and leaked some fuel into the water, damaging coral below. The full extent of the environmental impact is unclear. A project to improve security at Polka'i Bay Beach Park restrooms began today in Wa'enai. The city is adding metal barriers to the top of the existing concrete to make it more difficult to gain access into the bathroom when the facilities are closed. Last September, the bathrooms there were seriously damaged, ultimately forcing the Parks Department to close them until repairs could be made. We're told showers won't be impacted and those should remain open. Portable toilets were brought in while the restroom is under construction. The city hopes to have the work completed sometime in April. Uh, these bathrooms will be here for the duration of that closure. There's a sink is out here as well, too, so hopefully it can accommodate. It is a very popular beach park, and so we want to have some sort of facilities available to yeah. the public. The contract to complete this work was awarded to Kaikor Construction Group and will cost the city more than $320,000. U.S. officials say a new report points to COVID starting with a Chinese lab leak. Come Skyler Henry on Capitol Hill with reactions and the uncertainty about the findings. And here's Howard with an early look at what he's working on. How's it, Howard? Mark, a pioneer of Hawaiian regional cuisine has died. We'll take a look back. The Dow gave back most of its early gains to close up just 72. The yen weakened more to 136. You're getting your news first at 4, and we'll all be right back. This is Hawaii News Now. Welcome back. Severe weather continues to pummel the country. A weekend that saw tornadoes hit the central U.S. and snowfall in Southern California. It's estimated about 250,000 people nationwide are without power due to a number of storms. Tornadoes and high winds destroyed areas of Oklahoma and Kansas. 
In California, a combination of rain and snow. Heavy downpours had first responders in the middle of several water rescues in Ventura County. And the mountain community of Lake Arrowhead completely snowed in. I have never seen North Bay this snowy and untraveled. Well, you can't travel on it. We have have several homes, businesses and schools that appear to have some damage from the storm. Residents of the Midwest and Northeast are also gearing up for severe winter storms. The theory that the COVID outbreak began with a laboratory leak in China is back in the headlines. The Department of Energy says it has data that makes the theory plausible. Skylar Henry has more. Two sources familiar with the U.S. government's COVID-19 origins investigation tell CBS News there's new classified reporting from the Department of Energy that supports the lab leak theory. The sources confirm the Energy Department is making this assessment with low confidence in the finding, but an earlier analysis from the department also pointed to an accidental lab leak in Wuhan, China. Across U.S. intelligence, there is no consensus about how the pandemic started. There are some elements within the intelligence community uh, that have reached conclusions on one side. Uh, there are others that have reached come to conclusions uh, on the other. Monday, China's foreign ministry spokeswoman responded to the news, saying the relevant parties should stop vilifying China. The World Health Organization said last summer a deeper probe is required into whether a lab accident is to blame. House Republicans are beginning their investigations into the origin of COVID-19. Two weeks ago, they issued a series of letters to current and former Biden administration officials, including Dr. Anthony Fauci, to turn over documents and testimony. Some GOP lawmakers have been vocal about the lab leak theory. We were completely shut down, called conspiracy theorists, and, and had our reputations tacked and savaged. There is a dis an intense desire on the part of Republicans uh, here on Capitol Hill, and I hope my, I, my Democrats will join us, to get to the bottom of this. Republicans say they also want to know if the U.S. government was helping to fund the research at the lab. I'm Skyler Henry, Hawaii News Now. More news ahead, but first a look at the stories we're working on for the next half hour, starting with this from Daryl Hoff. Kids hyped up on nicotine are disrupting classrooms, and the legislature is trying to find something to do about it. On the Big Island, a chance at affordable housing in Waikoloa. Details on a new complex now accepting applications. And consumer alert, potential cases of listeria spark a recall of enoki mushrooms. Which brand is impacted? As we head to break, a reminder, Sunrise is now in the weekends. Catch our morning news on K5 and streaming on all of our digital platforms from 7 to 9 a.m. We'll be right back.